Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, March 7th. I'm God, you're not. Today's scripture reading is found in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 3 from the Message Translation, which reads, God spoke all these words, I am God, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of a life of slavery. No other gods, only me. This is God's word. It's as if God gets us all together at the foot of the mountain and says, I've just got two things to tell you. I'm God, you're not. That's Rabbi Lawrence Kushner's summation of the first three lines of Exodus 20. I'm God, you're not. Talk about the basics. And the thing is, outside of St. Francis and Mother Teresa, we're all pretty much still struggling with this, at least periodically. You know, like that period after we first wake up, or that period when we're heading out to work or school, or that period when we're breaking for lunch, or then there's that period after lunch, and the one where we're heading home, or eating dinner, or going to that game, or that movie, or that concert, followed by the one where we turn in for the night before starting the whole thing over again the next day. Yeah, periodically. Like that. Like pretty much all the time and all the moments that make up our days. It takes us a while to absorb this reality. I'm God, you're not. Personally, I love God as a bit player in my life. Okay, what's great about that last sentence is that I meant to type God, capital G, not God, small g. and was about to correct God, small g as a typo, but then realized that this is actually my whole point. It's God, small g, and not God, big g, that naturally flows through these hands. God, small g, is my default, with me in perpetual search of the shift key at the appropriate moment to make it God with a capital G, you know, like at church on Sunday. But the rest of the time, eh, I default to God, little g, without even thinking about it. And so, yes, I love God, small g, as a bit player in my life. It's my life with a capital M, and it's God with a small g. This is how we roll. This is how we've always rolled. With the God or gods of your choice at the ready available to help you be what you want to be, or do what you want to do, or escape what you want to escape, or overcome what you want to overcome, or accomplish what you want to accomplish. And if this God can't get the job done, I'll find another one, or ones who can, or just skip the gods altogether and find the shift key for the one holy trinity we all readily believe in. That would be me, myself, and I. The first of the ten words from the mountain dramatically sets aside that trinity of me, myself, and I, along with whatever supporting cast of earthly or unearthly powers or gods you may muster, and establishes the foundational context in which our life personally and collectively can flourish. The radical God context of I'm God, you're not. 
This is our center in reality, our constant pivot point, our axis mundi. And it's rooted in the narrative of deliverance and rescue that has been, is being, and will be played out in our lives. Which tells us that it's the hard spaces and places that prepare us for this revelation. For it's the hard spaces and places that finally, if we let them, sideline that massive ego in each of us. Which, as Rabbi Kushner observes, is the goal of all spiritual life. He writes, the goal of all spiritual life is to get your ego out of the way, outwit the sucker, dissolve it, shoot it, kill it, silence the incessant planning, organizing, running, manipulating, possessing, and processing that are the ineluctable redoubts of the ego. Not because these activities are bad or wrong or even narcissistic. Indeed, they are indispensable to living and often potentially themselves, well, very spiritual but because they preclude awareness of the divine. This is ground zero for all spiritual life. Step aside, unholy trinity of me, myself, and I. Step aside, any and every god assigned as a bit player in my great drama. I'm God. You're not. Yeah, this is going to take some getting used to. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, I'm God, you're not. So just how well are you doing with this fundamental spiritual reality? Where in your life do you find yourself seeking God, small g, as a bit player in your story, rather than being the orienting axis on which your story and the big story with a capital S of all things turns? How do we make this shift? It was beautiful one night. We all began to expect that God would speak. From the waves reaching towards the millet fields, from the mouths of the hanging sky ornaments crooning and lights infinite codes, from the glances of children and plants and hills playing with effulgent life. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful one night. We all began to expect that God would speak. So mused a Persian mystic named Hafiz centuries ago. So experienced Moses and Israel while standing at the mountain. Let me stand with them, among them as it were, with Egyptian fantasies and calf fetishes discarded, hearing the words, absorbing the words, each mitzvah becoming the means through which divine human community is formed and filled and the world is repaired and healed, starting with this one. Your God, I am not. Yes, let me absorb this word through your mercies. <laughs>